Hello there, welcome to the Get Loud with Michelle podcast, coming to you for the very first time from Western Mass. I just want to say how excited and pumped I am. My team and I have been waiting to do this for a while now. Now we're finally doing this. Here with me today, I have director and corresponder for Mass Metal Heads for Trump, Brother Jethro. Say hi. What's up, Massachusetts, America, and my fellow metalheads? What's going on? I'm so happy, uh be here with you um i'm so lucky i should say never mind happy and <laughs> such an awesome person both you know and social media and in real life very authentic should i say but anyway so um i guess we a few topics tonight that we have to discuss um some political uh uh going on to about massachusetts vote on question uh number one on november 3rd uh, basically, it's the uh, right to repair law, um, basically for vehicle data access. Uh, you want to chime in on this? Yeah, um, this here, I just, I can't even understand why this is even on the ballot. Why the, the auto industry thinks that they're going to get the people to vote against their own best interest of, I mean... If you've been to auto mechanics to work on cars your whole life and you want to fix your car, they're telling you, no, you can't. you got to bring it in, and we have to have a special tool. We you have to ha be able to charge you an arm and a leg because we all know that if we go to the mom and pop shop down the street, we're going to get it at a third of the price. But they don't want that. So they want to get you not just after you go, you know, they've gotten your money, you're out the door. Now that you're out the door, they want to get you back in before you even need a, a new car or to be serviced by a dealership. I mean, I, I just think it's crazy that anybody would even think about voting, you know, knowing this. You know, I mean, Basically, that, a yes vote supports um, manufacturers that sell vehicles with telematic systems in Massachusetts to equip them with a standardized open data platform beginning with model year 2022. Yeah, so... So basically what it comes down to is if you want your car worked on and the information in your car and you want access to it, you want to vote for this bill. Because if you vote no on this bill, what's going to happen is they're going to, because they're trying to say that, oh, we want to protect your data. That's Bunch of malarkey, yeah, as, yeah. as Biden would say. We'll get yep. to him later, but yep. that's a bunch of malarkey. Oh, it is. <laughs> I mean, this is about the car. Most of um in the auto industry, most of the uh, mom and pop um repair shops already do have the um the equipment that can you know read your data and it's safe. It's just as safe as going to your dealership. But see, they, I mean, they want to do it to the point where, you know, you can't even change your starter fluid. Yeah, I mean, your, um, yeah. Yeah, your starter yeah. fluid. Or, you or your tires. <laughs> I mean, just, or your oil. Yep. I mean, I remember it was power steering yep. on, on um, what was it? It was even the Chevy. It was yeah. power steering. Never mind your Volvo that we talked about before, about how, Yeah. I mean, that was everything. You had to go to... That was crazy. Yeah, Nightmare Volvo, actually. Let's just say dealerships are already more ex more expensive for car repair. Imagine if Big Auto creates a monopoly on fixing your car. Now, I had a 2002 Volvo, and it was called the Nightmare Volvo. 
And basically for everything, I had to take it into the Volvo dealership. And it was such an old car. It was 2002. This was only a few years ago. And it was so expensive. I had to go to the dealership for everything. There was nothing on that car that... I could take it to just right down the street to a mom and pop shop that I'd rather go to. And I had to pay the big bucks on a, such an old car. I can't even tell you how much money I spent on that old car. So we nicknamed it the Nightmare Volvo. <laughs> I know. I remember that. It was crazy, crazy, crazy. Yep. I do have to say, though, I like how uh, the Foreman Boston Police Commissioner, Ed Davis, he started a com uh, campaign commercial ad for Vote Yes on Number 1 in I have to say that he had a lot of integrity to do that. I, you know, I, I, as far as Davis goes, I mean, as far as commissioners go, I, I thought he was a, a decent Boston police commissioner, considering what he has to deal with. And at the time, I, I think, you know, Boston made a, a very big turnaround in a very positive direction under him, under yeah, his leadership yeah. in, in Boston. But moving on to the next I day. do have to say, everybody, I urge you, please vote. Yes, on number one, yes. on November 3rd, you can look up your your local um, uh, voting booth online, and believe me, I really do, I urge you to vote yes on number one. Yeah, I mean, if you don't, you're basically voting against your own best interest. Yep. Um, question two. This here, <laughs> this, I, I, I'll start this one off, because this is a nightmare. So... Ranked choice voting. That's question number two. So basically, this is a bunch of bull that they're getting you to vote on because what they want is your vote to count even less than it already does. All right? They're gonna, you're going to be voting three or four times. They're pooling you with other ideas or other, or other votes. I mean, if you look at this bill... It is a, 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 a freaking nightmare. I mean, this proposal. Sorry, not Bill. If you look at this proposal, it is a freaking nightmare. I mean, it's bureaucrats, a bureaucratic establishment that wants to take over the whole process of the, the, the vote. I mean, where people have to go in and vote again. And again, it's, I mean, they're going to get it so complicated that it's not going to be understandable, and turnout is going to go extremely low, and corruption and, you know, fraud is going to go extremely high. This is a bad idea. Uh, there's a few other states uh, that, that do do it. I don't remember what the states were, and it's mainly, though, I think it was only one, maybe one other state, Maine and uh, maybe two. Actually, it might have been two. But there we'll are get, we'll also counties. There are exactly. certain counties in other states that do it. They may not be statewide. Regardless, this is a sham. This is a far-left yep. agenda to delegitimize the the election process it is. They already want to do away with the Electoral College. I mean, they want to get rid of the filibuster in the Senate. I mean, this is more of that. This is a, a lot more of that. Just in a more local form we're going to pass it in as a, a proposal that it's in your best interest it's not this is something you want to vote no hardcore on because this goes way beyond your interest this goes to the heart of the vote your vote whether it counts or not is in this proposal right here if you want to deem it less worthy than a fraction of a vote then Vote yeah on it. If you want your vote to count, 
won't know. This base question two is on the state election ballot. We'll present voters on November 3rd with the proposition known as ranked choice voting. This would allow to voters to cast more than one vote in a single race, allowing them to rank order their choices. It would institute a majority requirement for winning elections, forcing repeated rounds of voting vote tallying in close races until a 51% vote threshold is reached by one of the candidates. And the one thing they don't put in there, it also will force recounts, a constant recounting, because there are cho it's a choice voting system. They're going to have to keep recounting. It's going to keep getting challenged. You have three days to challenge it. I mean, this. And basically, everything about this is a nightmare. Proponents claim it will ensure that candidates who win elections have a majority of the vote, somehow suggesting more legitimacy. Yeah, see. Suggest suggesting more legitimacy. No. no. See, definitely that, not. The only way that works is if they get over 50% of the vote, then it doesn't go to a second round. But all right, so now there's four people in this. We'll say there's four people in this race. So. Nobody gets 50%. And then it keeps getting voted on until they get who they want in office. They confuse the system so much that it lands where they want it to land. It's like it's like one of them spinning roulette wheels, except for when you start to see a number, because you're on, let's say, 20 red, and you see it coming around, you just stop it right at 20 red. Hey, that was a fair process. It was random. That's not random, and that's this is not, you know, by choice of the people who are actually voting. Right. This is by choice of who they want to vote. If, if a 50% majority isn't taken, 50% majority is taken, it, it's pretty much the same. But if a 50% majority is not taken, this... So, in contrast, ranked choice voting creates... An arcane process for tallying votes, which is vulnerable to fraud and error. It will inevitably open more and more elections to challenge, creating confusion and doubt, paralyzing the transition of authority. Yeah, and you have three days to demand a recount, too. Right. Some states you actually freaking have seven days now. Yeah, yep. um, yeah, one well, state. I think just went up to seven days. I don't know if it was Minneapolis. And I have to get it. it. I have to fact check that. And <laughs> Maine uh, also has. Um, yeah, it's I ridiculous. Think it just passed it last year. Uh, last election cycle. Well, 18. speaking of that, actually, so vote no on question number two, November third. You can look up your local um voting booth. Yes on number one, and vote on num vote no on number two. On November 3rd. If so, you're looking out for your own best interest. Yeah, yes. if you want, yeah. <laughs> if no, you're looking I, out for I, the best interest of you, your family, your friends, everybody that you love and care about. Yeah, looking to shoot yourself or others in the foot? Yep. By all means, go the other way. Yep. Um, so actually, speaking of question number two, let's go on to the mail-in ballot thing. Huh. <laughs> Situation here. Back Segment. Fraud. Yep, back to <laughs> fraud. So, we just found more um, dumped uh, ballots uh, yesterday. Um, we now found out, too, that we found out that some mail carriers are actually selling ballots, blank ballots. So, I don't know. I don't know yeah. what we're going to do about that. Yeah, Pelosi wants money for the post office, yet they're selling ballots. How ironic. <laughs> anyway. 
so speaking of mail in ballots, now we're not talking about there's a difference between the whole you want to soliciting yep, and unsoliciting and unsoliciting ballots. Well with soliciting you have to go through a process. You basically it's not they're soliciting you, you solicit them. Now, hey, all right, we got an application for an absentee ballot. Da, 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 da. They send it out to you. You send it back to them. Signature's got to match, yada, yada, yada. Boom. That's the process. That's the process yeah. for uh, people who are serving in the military. They're overseas. People that are on vacation. Business people that can't be in the country or in the state at the time they're voting. That is fine. But the unsolicited, and this, uh, the, the Unsolicited is more than just one way of them just sending out the ballots. You know, here in Massachusetts, as you know, I got more than one yes, ballot request. Yep. So I got a ballot request for me with my middle name, and I got a ballot request form for me without my middle name. Now, those came built on the same day. Yep. So no. he basically got one with first and last, and he got another ballot with his first, middle, and last name. So right there, making me eligible to yep. vote twice. But if that wasn't bad enough... Or you could have sold it to someone. <laughs> there you go. And if it wasn't worse enough, a second one with my middle name came. Yep. So now I have three. Yep. Now, and also, three total. Three total ballots for one person. I've got two total from just myself, and he got three total. So if you're saying there's no fraud or errors, you're wrong. Now, on that note... What's going to stop me if I wasn't a Republican who believes in constitutionality, which yep, I am? Yep. But what would have stopped me from going on election Nothing. day, going to the poll, and voting? I mean, because they're basically, the system's going to be so over flooded by the mail in ballot system that nobody's going to be counting or looking to see if I voted here, there, and everywhere. Nope. So there's four votes right there for one person. And I'm one person that just happens to be speaking about this, that this just happens to ha happen to. I'm not buying it. I think this is something that is is going to really plague this election really bad. Not, mm -hmm. I mean, look at, they just found out in New York City, 100,000 ballots yep, yep. that had the wrong return yeah address envelope so when that basically if the ballot doesn't uh, match the return address envelope it gets shocked the ballot the, the vote does not count no. that's a hundred thousand of them how many people have voted on that and they're not gonna who says they're gonna get another ballot and even if they do get another ballot who says they're gonna get it who says they're not on vacation that week who says then you know the they didn't even they didn't even realize that that was the, you know going on I mean Especially with the left, the way they report on stuff, and I just I would imagine they're not reporting on this at all because no. this makes what Trump and what Graham and what McConnell have said accurate. I mean, not to mention what's happening in what was it, Virginia, New York. Uh, look what, and look at how small it happened in two thousand in Florida with uh, Bush and. Um, Oh, what's his name there? Uh, yeah, Gore. Bush and Al Gore. Gore. Yep. I mean, Gore. what was it, two weeks? And that was just one county there was a problem. One county that decided the election yep. of who was going to be the president of the United States. Now, it's funny, I have to say, we're working in event technology for over 20 years now. And 
um, he announced that he was running for president. You know, the, the presser for that was at the Park Plaza in Boston. And I actually worked that show on uh, Lighting Nice. That. That, was over, wow, that was 20 over 20 years ago. Wow. But anyway, next note. So um, basically, yeah, Trump says NYC mail-in ballot fiasco does confirm his voter fraud fears. And it does. Yeah, it, it really is. does. Um, so basically, if you guys want to get your info on where it is you need to vote, go to. Go to secretary.state.ma.us slash where do I vote. And you put in your county and it'll tell you everything you need to know about voting. All right. Um, now on to our next. All right. Biden. I, ha I have to get to this because of the, the, the whole debate last night. I mean, I, I just don't know if he told the truth about anything. I, no, so, he didn't. He says that he he's not for the Green New Deal, but yes, he, for the Green New he Deal. pledges to AOC plus three. Not just that, but his, his vice president pick, Harris, she co-sponsored the, the um, Green New Deal. Yeah, the Green yeah, New Deal. Absolutely. Yeah. And one of the other, you know, writers and in, in, in constructors of the, the Green New Deal, AOC, he is going to appoint as... Energy advisor or whatever, you know, in the energy um, energy board committee, I believe. Are you kidding me? I mean, she wants to end fracking, all offshore drilling, all. I mean, any. We are now energy dependent. She wants to destroy that. To destroy, in, in essence, it will just devastate our economy. Mm -hmm. And they're talking about an infrastructure deal. If if they get elected, how are you going to even? How is that even possible? Who's going to drive these, all these raw materials places? Because there ain't going to be any oil. And if there is, we're going to be buying it again from bowing down to some, you know, Arabic uh, king or prince or princess right. or whatever to get our oil. We're going to be kissing a ring again like we did for so many years. Right now, we're not doing that. And it's bringing peace to the Middle East. Right, Whether anybody wants to agree, you know, believe that or not, that is what's bringing it. Because now Saudi Arabia realizes, wait a second, um, we're all long and needed for our oil. They got it over there. Um, they're using it over there. They're, they're taking care of business over there. So they know... That now is the time for peace. That you know what's what's going on with the uh, the uh, Arab Emirates and um, what, what was it? I can't remember the other country. Bahrain, Bahrain. What's going on with that? The peace deal between them and Israel. I mean, it's been twenty six years, and nobody thought this would ever be possible to bring any kind, any more peace to the region before the peace with the Palestinians. But I think this is a, this is a roadmap to peace with the Palestinians instead of the roadblocks of doing it the same way over and over, beating your head up against the wall because uh, it's not working. It's not working. Well, try something different. I think that's what Trump's done. But going back to the whole Biden thing with, with the whole Green New Deal, that's it. I mean, game over for us. No, I know. I love gas prices where they are. I remember under Obama, it was atrocious. I remember taking a picture at uh, 7-Eleven on Route 1 in Saugus because it had gone down to like 
three something. It was high up on the yeah, it was like three dollars. Yeah. yeah, and I remember, I remember taking that. a picture because that was considered a record. It was considered the greatest thing to make. Oh, yeah. and these are the best we've seen gas prices. I'm sorry, I do not want to lose that. I mean, nope. I, I remember four fifty, four sixty a gallon, and I'm sitting there scratching my head like, how the hell am I going to get up and back? Yep. yep. And I, all I was going was, you know, I'm outside, you know, in the suburbs in Boston. Oh, I was going to Boston right, and I'm right. like, do I have enough money to get to work? Right. I mean, because it's 10, 15 a day, 20 a day if I'm, you know, I mean, now I'm living up to be, oh, under, under Obama, I'd be paying $50 a day just to gas. No, no, I remember being living in uh, Denver's, not even 15 minutes away from Lynn, and we couldn't even get to Lynn in our uh, 2001 Ford uh, Expedition. Oh my God! Because yeah. uh, we just Four like miles to a gallon. I mean, yeah, that was, yep. That was rough. It was really that was bad. Rough. Yeah, under yeah. Obama, everything was bad. I'm sorry, our taxes were bad, and we cannot, not afford to go back. Well, it's that. just he said that you know if you listen to the debate, he said he's all for the Green New Deal. And then when he got called out on it by Chris Wallace, oh, yeah. he backed right out of it. What we got? No, my deal. He's talking my deal. So, you know. I have no idea what he's going to do. Uh, he, has, he has no idea what he's going to do. He cannot sit there and explain to anybody where he stands on any of it. If you just look, it took him 90 days to, yep. for him to even acknowledge I the know. riots. Yep, yep. Okay? 90 days. And in that 90 days, they had the Democratic National Convention. Did they even bring up the riots no. once? No. no. And at this point, we have had over 535 riots in over yep. 240 different cities. So if you think this is isolated into the major city or some slum that's not near you, no. you better think again because they have been bringing it to the suburbs. Right. They have been they bringing it to They told us they're going to come to the suburbs. Uh, Antifa, BLM, they've all told us they're going to come to the suburbs. They're not going to let, let us live peacefully. No, I, I mean, they want you to... Denounce who you are because of the color of your skin. Right. They want you to denounce all your freedoms because they feel that they know what's better for you than right. what you know is better for you and your family. Right. I mean, that's... <laughs> this guy is so corrupt. I mean, he goes and he suggests the Logan Act on a war hero general... Right after he has been told that he's been investigated, General Flynn, and there is no Russian collusion whatsoever. After being told all that, he says, well, we'll get him this. They wanted to hang him up because of who he supported politically. And if that isn't everything of what America is not... You know, because Biden keeps going about, well, that's not who we are. That's not who we are. Well, you know what? That's not who we are. We are not the America that will sit there if we have, we have power and we are going to just destroy you because we don't like you politically right. and yeah. we have the power to do it. You know, and taking the federal government. I mean, come on. Obama weaponized the IRS against the the, the Tea Party. We, we know that whole conservative movement. And it hasn't stopped. He's, he's done it again with the whole uh, Russia collusion narrative. There's no way anybody's going to tell me that Biden and Obama didn't know what was going on and 
I mean, it just came out that Clinton planned on creating the Russian hoax narrative to get her, to get everybody's eyes off of her email service scandal. And I mean, she colluded with the Russians, the very thing that she was accusing the Trump campaign of doing is the very thing that she had done. And all, and all the while knowing the Russians knew about it. Mm -hmm. I mean, this is coming well, out. It's kind of easy to lie uh, when, you know, you have somebody left. It's kind of easy to lie straight to the people when someone like Chris Wallace from Fox News is your mediator. Disgrace. Yeah. The guy who's a disgrace. He now going on to that segment. A lot of people, even, I mean, when you talk about the pundits or the common. For the viewers, we are uh, referring to the first presidential debate uh, for, uh, that was aired last night. Even when you look at the pundits, like, uh, yeah, um, the, you know, the, the pundits on CNN, MSNBC, or whatever, or you look at the, you know, the commentators that I, I almost feel like are more like anchors now because they tell more of the truth and, and more of what's going on, like Hannity, Ingram, or, or um, Tucker. But if you look at it, the... Um, Yeah, that's right. Um, if I don't know if they picked it up, but Chris Wallace set up these questions deliberately so that the rebuttal questions wouldn't... The last person would be Biden on anything that would be a rebuttal coming from Trump. So Trump went, in other words, Biden didn't even go first on those ones. He went last. And on the ones that there was... You know, there was not going to be a rebuttal. Yet Wallace knew how, what he was doing. He's been doing this so long. He set it up that way. Then he sets it up. So, you know, he presses Trump for, for answers to questions. But he lets Biden duck and dodge and escape questions. And any responsibility for things that he's already said. You know, that Wallace knows that he already said. And Wallace's own colleagues. But see, one thing I don't get, and I don't get this about Fox and Murdoch. I don't get why they have somebody. I mean, all right, I can, I can, Wallace, I can understand. All right. But I cannot understand Juan Williams. There's somebody, you know, and Jessica and uh, the, the Maria. I mean, these are people that have straight hate and sit every day. And it's not that they tell you what they believe. They tell you what they know is a lie. And some of the responses, attitude, and, and what's going on with Juan is a disgrace. It's a disgrace to the station and to journalism in general. Well, I mean, he is a straight-faced liar. And to sit there and say, like, he don't know, and put these faces on in the background, like... Yeah. Like, oh, what are we talking about? I've never heard that before. Right. It's a bunch of crock. It shows how unauthentic he is and how far he is removed from being in touch with the people. Well, I do have to say to Chris Wallace, I think it was, your act was very disgusting. I do not think that you are unbiased like you claim to be. Um, I do follow the hashtag fire Chris Wallace from Fox hashtag. Uh because honestly, the first presidential debate, if I had a mediator like you, I, I, I couldn't even, no. Yeah. But you let Biden get away with so many lies. 
And actually, if you heard today's um, news from CBS News, uh, the debate commission promises uh, changes after chaotic first uh, first face-off. After de- a debate full of insults and interruptions, the commission on presidential debate says cha- said changes will be coming to ensure a more orderly discussion at the next two matchups between President Trump and Joe Biden, coming Lord, from CS- CBS News. They want a mute button, so that way every yep. time that Trump calls him out on his lies... I, I was Trump now. We don't want to. We don't want the truth to get out. I mean, you know, it, the thing I will say up between Chris Wallace and, and, and Ron Williams, and, and the big huge differences. Ron Ron Williams is all you know, on the commentary and his opinion side, and I, and you know, liar, you know, two faced to the American people or not, whatever. I mean, that he's entitled to his opinion. I agree. I think he's just a straight faced liar. I don't yeah. think it's opinion at all. Yeah. But um. Chris Wallace is put up on a high standard, yeah. you know. And he claims to be a high. He claims to be so unbiased. He's, yeah, he's, he's neutral. I'm unbiased. Not like partisan right, at all. Right, like his father. Oh, no, no, no. If you can't see the no. partisan on him, no. and, yeah. and so many of these other anchors. We also heard that his Fox colleagues are actually starting to have uh, problems with him too, as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yep. And uh, that they're calling for his res. Some of them are calling for his resignation. We haven't. We haven't um, found out which one it is yet. Uh, we wrote an email. We haven't heard anything back. Uh, so we're waiting on that. Um, but yeah. Uh, so what do you think about the, um, the debate commission uh, promises to make changes now? I think, like I said, I think that they want. To do whatever they can yeah. to have the truth come out in the back, whether it's in the background or whether it trips up. And also, they don't want that to happen because they don't want Biden to get tripped up. I mean, he barely right. squeaked on that. Everybody's saying, oh, yeah. oh that expect- he did such a great job. Yeah. They, they all said, oh, we were expecting yeah. him to fumble up right. and to have, a, you know, excuse the expression, brain farts or whatever. Right. Listen. He looked pale. He looked weak. Yeah. He uh, sometimes he looked like he, he was sleeping. He sometimes sometimes he did. his he eyes were down. actually shut. He, he was. He wasn't just looking down. No, he was notes. shut. <laughs> <laughs> and he deliberately gave no facts to one a what he would do different on the coronavirus. Right. What he would have done different well, and what he will do different. Right. Nothing now. But he is going to keep us locked down, though. He did oh, say that. Oh, but he will, yeah. Yep. He will keep us locked down. He's going to lock us down more. He did say that word for word. I mean, we look at Sweden. Sweden didn't lock down at all. No. And they're up and running and they've had the best. You know, where you look at Brazil, Brazil completely locked down. They was the first, some of the first locked. It was Brazil or Spain. I think it was Brazil. Not, I think it was Brazil and Spain. Lucky. But um, they were the, some of the first to lock down. They lock, and they're looking at a second round right now, and it, and it's bad. But Biden is going to lock you down, no matter what. It doesn't matter if you get the therapeutics. It doesn't matter if you got vaccines. He want to lock you down anyway. Right. Why? Because it's all about power and control. And you know, I mean, look at. These masks, they want them on indefinitely because it's impersonal. It keeps us incommunicado. Right. It yep. keeps people It's so from impersonal. It, I mean, it is. Yep. It's bad enough we got people yep. looking inside their screens all day long. I know. Yep. Now it's they look inside their screens all day long and no don't see their faces. Skills. Yep. And you, know, you can't I mean, see how people are doing mentally, physically. You don't know yep. if they're smiling. Are they sad? You don't know. You know, I, I hate it. And actually tonight when I was actually at McDonald's, it actually reminded me of... 
this example. Uh, a guy came in and they're all laughing about something that stupid that was happening. I was laughing with them. And they just kept looking at me like if something was like weird because they just saw me looking at them. They couldn't see the fact that I was smiling with them, along with them at their story, you know? Oh, and it's right. just, I hate that, you know? It's like nobody can see if you're like smiling with them, you know? It's then, just, it sucks. And then there's the downside, which some people don't. I was reading a story about this guy who his he was talking about it. I believe it was his father that... Uh, he took the mask thing. It was his father or his brother. I'm sorry. I, I should know, but... It's okay. You know. We'll look. We'll well, it was that. one of the two. And anyway, he took the whole mask thing seriously. Very seriously. He wore it everywhere. As soon as he stepped out that door, it was on. Mm -hmm. Well, this guy was breathing in his own bad bacteria. Yeah. And he ended up getting pneumonia. And he's in the hospital now. And they don't know if he's going to make it. And he is on a respirator. Mm -hmm. But guess what? He doesn't have COVID-19. So, you tell me... I mean, and that's not the only story. I mean, there's stories of, uh, you know. My mother, she got a nasal infection from the masks. There's yep. also. She got a really bad one. She was out of work and everything. What about uh, what about the soldier that got PTSD and he can't have anything touching his face? Yeah. And he, uh, he you know, he's going to have a mask on, he's flipping out or whatever. Or what about, you know, uh, the kid with autism yeah. that's, you know, 15 years old, but he has something on his face. I mean, he freaks out. I mean, and that is very, very real. Yeah, there are so autistic he, kids you who know. touch them, their face or anything, they flip out. What, or what about, the, what about the woman who got raped and got grabbed from behind and was... I had a hand put over her mouth. So now she's yeah. got a mask on and she feels that every time. So you're re-victimizing her every freaking time. People yeah. don't think. They only see it one-sided. They don't see both sides. You know what I mean? I was that way at one time too until I was on the other side. You know? And finally one day I woke up. You know, my eyes got open and here I am today. And I'm able to have that conversation well, so many other people can't. And they keep drinking the Kool-Aid. They keep drinking, the, you know, mm -hmm. uh, what they're selling, which is just lies. Right. I mean, oh, it's horrible. It is, it is. Yep. Well, uh, going on to our next subject um, uh, about the corruption of uh, Biden, um, Hunter Biden. Um, like to comment. I know that you've been dying well, to get this out about Hunter you know, Biden. I mean, this, you know... Joe's going on and sitting there talking about how he's America first officer guy and buying, building America. I don't understand why he sent so many jobs over to China and, yeah. you know, with the, with the bills that he signed in 94 and 96. But on doing so, I mean, he has his son, Hunter, on Air Force One, going to China, makes a $1.5 billion deal. And you're going to tell me that there's nothing to see here? Well, how about he goes to Ukraine while his, you know, Hunter goes to Ukraine while his father is the foreign policy administrator, basically. He's the, he is the one who sets foreign policy in Ukraine. Mm -hmm. And again, he comes out with billions of dollars out of another country or the millions of dollars from what the oligarchs out of Russia that he got, that Hunter got, but nobody is sitting here. And what about investigating his son? Not Seeing just that, that the Ukraine prosecutor doesn't get um what was it um how much money what three three point five million, million dollars right? from yeah. 
from the um, Russia's mayor's wife. The Russian mayor's Russia's wife. Russia's mayor's uh, wife. Uh, same thing. Now, yeah. doesn't that just sound a uh, little inspicuous, inconspicuous in itself? The Russia's, Russia's mayor's wife gives Biden, um, Hunter Biden $3.5 million. I mean, that just something already sounds fishy right there. So, I mean... <laughs> and then you look at the other... People to deny it, you know? Well, you look at the look Ukraine the deal. The $1.5 billion that... Was, I think it was $1.5 also on that, that that Joe Biden China was going to hold up on Ukraine until yep. they fired the prosecutor. Right. That was... And he did get fired. Un investigating Hunter Biden and Burisma. Yep. I mean... <laughs> You can't write this shit. No. You could try. This is stuff that you only, you see, that you only thought you'd ever see in the movies. This is not stuff that happens in real life. Look at James Comey. I mean, this is just stuff that you only thought you'd ever see in the movies. Uh, I mean, really. Well, that's why they're writing books and making movies. I mean, I, I just saw some kind of preview for a James Comey movie. Oh, it is disgusting. Disgusting. Mm -hmm. It's horrible. So, um, speaking of uh, by um, Hunter Biden, it's not just Russia scandal. It's not just the uh, Ukraine scandal. Then it's also the China scandal. Oh, yeah. 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 I mean, uh, you want to elaborate a little bit well, on the China well, scandal? I did. I, I was saying that. $1.5 billion, he goes over to the Republic of China there with his father on Air Force One. And he comes back with $1.5 billion in, in a hedge fund to manage, which, you know, basically gives him $3 million a year. Yeah, that's pretty much, if you look at what the, uh, you know, the take is on that for, you know, the person who's managing it, they're, they're going to take about $3 million in commissions. And where is that in the Republic of China? It's disgusting, huh? Republic of China? Yeah, the People's yeah. Republic People's of China. People's Republic of China, yeah. Wow. So that's, you know, and but, but for some reason, he is going to, you know, he, he's going to America first with jobs. If you believe that, we got I got a bridge America's to sell job. you in Brooklyn. I got a bridge to sell you in San Francisco and London. Not just that, but um, <laughs> you would need to have a uh, magic wand, wave a magic oh, wand yeah. to get back on uh, industrial just, jobs. Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't know. I mean, I guess Trump has a magic wand because guess what? Well, that's why we're voting for him. <laughs> they came back. Yep. That's why people are voting for him. Oh, absolutely. Yep. All right, then on to our next segment. Oh, I'm sorry. Did you want to say something? Well, yeah. I just. I yeah, also wanted to that. say, under the Obama administration, over eight years, the average American household net, you know, worth, you know, as far as um, um, wages go, went only went up a thousand dollars. A family hmm. of four under Trump in less than four years went up. $9,000 in wages. So, I mean, you could see who has the economic bone and who doesn't. I mean, Biden has the audacity to sit there and say that he that Trump inherited a, a booming economy. <laughs> Anything but. It was the most no. sluggish recovery yeah. since the Depression. Yeah. But it was a booming economy? No. Whatever they always compare, well, you know, the last three and a half years of of uh, Obama in office was he had higher GDP than than Trump in his first. Listen, bunch of bull. The numbers don't lie. I mean, as far as GDP goes, we were on record for a booming GDP before the China plague happened, mm -hmm. and the trajectory completely thrown. But if we all remember. 
how stagnant growth was under Obama, then all of a sudden, Trump gets into office before he even took the reins. I mean, the stock market just up, up, up. You know, I mean, consumer spending up, up, up. Jobs started coming before he even got inaugurated. And then it's just been that consistent flow. I mean, every promise Trump made has kept. The only promise Biden and Obama kept in the eight years, two campaigns, was the ACA, which is a nightmare mm -hmm. for so many people yeah, because they lied about it. You know, because Pelosi said, you got to pass it to see what's in it. And what was in it? That whole line that Obama and Biden said about, you know, keep, you know, you like your doctor, keep it. You like your health plan, keep it was bull, yeah. and that whole, oh, you'll be paying half, was like, no, you'll be paying double. And, I mean, here in Massachusetts, we don't talk about it as much, because, you know, mass health, the number one thing is not always health care in Massachusetts. But in other states, where they don't have something like mass health, <laughs> because they don't have teaching hospitals like we do here right, in Mass. Right, in Boston, yeah. Yeah, but anyway... Um, I'll have a Biden. That guy gives me a headache. <laughs> then moving on, Alex. Uh, we only have so much uh, time left in this episode. Um, so on to the McClowskis. Uh, basically, these uh, this is the couple that was in St. Louis um, that had to defend themselves against a bunch of BLM and Antifa protesters. Um, basically, they're being charged um, and, you know... You know, in other words, you know, thrown out this uh, gun-wielding couple yeah, who, point, who, pointed their, who pointed weapons at innocent protesters. And no, 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 that's not what went down. No, no, no. These people were coming to do harm. They threatened the McClowskis. Not only did they threaten physical harm against them, but they also threatened physical harm against their dog. They said that, you know, we're going to kill you, kill your dog, and then we're going to sleep in your bed tonight. Yeah, we're going to take mean, showers and right, bedroom, right. all that. I'm That's sorry, crazy. someone said that to me. I don't even know Where if they would have gone that far to say that to me. I think I would have took them out right when they broke the gate down. So, I'm sorry, the fact that these couple kept, su kept such class and, you know, such restraint, I think was very awesome, because me, I don't know. Well, that's the other thing. They had nine other people charged for, mm -hmm. you know, trespassing and, and, and other yep. various and charges. they are not going to be charged. And now they're not yep. charged, but the McCloskeys are. Yep, this the McCloskeys still have active charges on them right now. Well, uh, the nine people who, who are issued trespass, they're only um, issued trespass, uh, trespass and citations earlier this month. That's all they got, and that's all they will be getting, uh, starting breaking news today. That they were not going to be charged. Yeah, and meanwhile, the McClowskis, all they did was try to defend themselves. Yep. But because you have a prosecutor that's far left, yep. and, and um, a, I believe a mayor, because I know the governor is a Republican, but I, I believe, if I'm mistaken, I mean, this is just crazy, crazy, because you're going to now sit there and charge them. Well, Biden's now running for office, and you do know who he said is gun czar is going to be, right? It's going to be that, um, um, oh, that guy there, um. Oh, uh, Bozo, um. Bozo Beto. Yes, Bozo Beto, <laughs> yes. Beto O'Rourke. Beto O'Rourke. Yes, yes. They're going to, 
he is. He's already said, yeah, you know, I'm coming for your guns. For your AKs. You know, I'm coming everything. for your AKs. Yep. I'm coming for your handguns. I'm yep. coming. He want You got a crossbow. He wants it. Yep. You got a compound bow. He wants. You got a slingshot. And it don't matter if it's legal. It. He right. he rather be legal. That's what he wants to do. That's right. Yep. Yep. Um. So basically, uh, Mark and Patricia McCloskey, McCloskey are still defending themselves uh, currently. Um, these people are not going to be charged. Uh, uh, Mark McCloskey was seen with, armed with an a, AR-15 rifle and his wife with a um, semi-automatic semi uh, handgun uh, during this confrontation with the um, passing by... Uh, Looters, because I'm not going to say protesters, they're looters. Yeah, uh, and then they had every right to defend themselves. Um, I reached out to uh, Patricia Nikolsky. Uh, I haven't heard anything back yet, but when I do, I will give you guys her statement, and hopefully we can figure it out from there. But uh, I totally support this couple. I really do, and I, I really hope that, you know, that they get out of this, because they have no, no reason should they be charged when these people aren't being charged. They're gonna be out there doing it tomorrow. You did have, uh, you did. I know you spoke with. Um, there was that guy that was uh, protecting his shop out front of his shop with mm. the, his gun, and they had the Black Lives Matter protesters sitting there screaming at him that that he was to give yes. allegiance to uh, Black Lives Matter and to scream Brianna's name, and he refused to do it. Because he's like, I'm an American and, and, you know, and he doesn't believe the whole Black Lives Matters, you know, platform. Because if you read their platform, it's a Marxist platform. And he says, you know, I'm not a Marxist, you know. I right. mean, I, I know you, uh, you know, I, did get in touch with him. Yes, and I At least did. I had a correspondence. Maybe, uh, you know, maybe sometime, maybe be happy to do a, a little podcast with us. Be- oh, yeah, I remember his name. Uh, Foddy. Foddy. Uh, that or something like that. Yeah, get a complicated name. I don't want to say it wrong and offend them. Yeah, yeah, be great. Yeah, he's from him. Louisville, Kentucky, and he own, um, he's the owner of VIP Smoke Shop. Yeah. I I'd love to interview him because I mean that yeah, must me have too. been. I, he I, the one thing that really impressed me about this guy, and I believe him too. A lot of times, you know, people play the hard guy and then you know, they're anything but. But this guy, I mean, I remember Tucker asked him. He goes, you, you know, you're scared. He goes, Tucker Carlson. Yeah, Tucker yeah, Carlson. Fox News. He's like, no, I wasn't. Yeah. I wasn't brought up to be scared of that. He believed in what he was doing, right? So his fear factor was just so low because right. he really believed. He had a firm, you know, uh, convictions, and that's you know something. To, you know, left the only convictions they have is their moral superiority, high ground. Yeah, and it's just. And they have this utopian view that's taken over them to the point where it's become a religion. And this whole wokeness is such a, it's like a religious movement. It's a cult. cult. And they're willing yeah. to kill yep, a cult. And, exactly. and destroy everything yep. they love, yep. we love, just so they can, yep. you know. And that they the love, too. Technically, what they love, too. Yeah. They're destroying what they love, too. They just don't realize it. Yeah. Or they don't care. Love. I don't know. <laughs> Well, a lot of them are brainwashed. They've been, they've right. been drinking the cool That's what I mean. So they're technically, so they are ruining what they love, too. They, they can say they're as woke as, as they want, but they'll never be awakened because they yeah. never they haven't been awakened yet, you know, to the lies. They, they're not awake to the lies. Well, then, um, to Foddy, uh, VIP, owner of VIP Smoke Shop in Louisville, Kentucky, our hats go off to you. You are a true uh, hero. <laughs> Amen, brother. We love yep. you.
So that's really awesome. Stand your you should ground. look them up. Yep, owner VIP smoke shop that is. All right, on to our next. Um, actually, I wanted uh, my team wanted me to announce this real quick. Uh, in other words, uh, to my listeners, um, we did put out an interview request to uh, Dr. Shivaya. Uh, no, Shiva. Shiva. That's yes, right. Dr. Dr. Shiva. Shiva. <laughs> um, so we will be announcing the date uh, once we hear back from uh, that request. Um, so I just want to announce that real quick. Yeah, get I, that I, out of the way. I really would like to talk to him on, yeah. you know, him and Connors or Connors, what is it, Connors or Connors, whatever. Yeah, um, Connors, yeah. They, they got to they hatch this out and straighten it out and have one clear runner when it comes because McKay, uh, what is his name, McKay, um, yeah. That's running uh, against Shiva. Or was running against in the, the Democrat. Oh, um, Ed. Um, Markley. Markley. Yes. Markley. Yeah. Markley. Yeah. Markley, that's yeah. It, that's it. Ed yeah. If not, he's who's gonna be stuck with him again? How many? What he's been here like twenty years? Or no, no. Kevin. Kevin O'Connor is the Republican that you're O'Connor, talking about. Right. That's uh, running with the Republicans along with Doctor Sh- uh, Shavia. Shiva. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's Kevin O'Connor for Senate. But, yeah. I mean, between the two of them, they got to pick a one clear winner. I mean, you know, I have to say, I mean, if Shiva is right about the 100,000 ballots missing, you know, I understand the write-in and I understand, you know, if, but he has to be able to get everybody. And yeah. I just don't see the establishment yeah. not backing up O'Connor and, and, you know, they would rather lose it all. I I. That's the establishment. Not only that, but also uh, a little advice to the uh, Shavia campaign. Uh, they kind of stayed out a little bit towards uh, the Boston areas, like Waltham, Brockton. Yeah, he didn't. They really the- only went that far. You know yeah. what I mean? They didn't come out to the western part of the state of Massachusetts. They didn't really go places. You yeah. know what I mean? I, I mean, I I was volunteer I for uh, actually. I'm a volunteer for this campaign, and. Uh, they never really came out anywhere toward to me, so I haven't even got to work a day yet. I know, I know. I, I be yep. so, and I, yep. you know, I never got, I never got my bumper stickers on my yard sign. Yeah, I know. Yep. You know, um, so I, I, I just don't think that, you know, I think he's a great guy, and I, I do think that, you know, that I don't think he'd be bad for Massachusetts, but I just don't think that he's got the kind of energy and drive that, you know, that we need, or we're gonna end up with, like you said, right, at a market, you know. Uh, so I think that, you know. If, if you want to find a little bit more about Kevin O'Connor uh, for U.S. Senate, um, you can go to KOCforSenate.com and you can find out everything there, all the facts about him, uh, what he wants to do, you know, all, all the, basically everything that you need to know. Awesome. And, um, you know, on, on that note, as far as local, uh, as far as state Senate goes, um, Stephen Hall, um, I met him a couple of times. You know, this he... I think slumped short, at least towards the, the second part of his campaign of, of you know, knocking door to door to, to talk to people. But, you know, he does walk the cities and towns and he, to, to talk to people. And he is very approachable. Mm-hmm. He's very, very likable. Uh, as far as where he stands on the issues, you know, I, I mean, he's pretty much right there where I am. Um, yeah. I, I, I like this guy. I, I'm definitely, I even know some Democrats that are going to be voting for him. Yeah, Matter yeah, of fact, uh, a friend of his that is uh, definitely, I mean, I, maybe not a Democrat, but definitely <laughs> no supporter of Trump. And yeah, I believe no. he will be voting no. for Biden. He's still going to be voting for Hall on the Republican right. side. So, I mean, Hall is definitely a candidate for state senate. You all should be looking at 
Democrat, Republican in the middle, on the side, whatever. Take a look at him. Just He's a very authentic guy. You know, he's definitely the guy that you figure, you know, I can go down the street, I can never bear with this guy. Right, That's right. definitely not the, uh, you know, the Elizabeth Warren. Hey, honey, you want to go have a beer? Oh, that <laughs> was kitchen? so embarrassing, Elizabeth Warren. Hey, yeah. honey, you want to come and have so a beer with me? Like, there was nothing more fake than that. <laughs> My God, I, if I was her, I would have just killed myself. I would have been so embarrassed. So he's definitely her. not unauthentic like that. No, I mean, that was so a, fake. Everybody ooh. knew it. Even supporters of her knew it. The whole state of Massachusetts felt... Really, just they, they felt like she obviously must have thought we were so stupid that we were actually going to believe in that. And that's the, and that's why I don't get why Massachusetts. I mean, they've had so much of of Elizabeth Warren and and Mark and and, and Marky, Markley, whatever, however you say it. I'm sorry, <laughs> but I mean, you've had so much of these people's like failures Markey, of doing yeah. nothing while in office. Yeah, I mean, it's just. It's time for something new, you know. Whether it's Shivas or O'Connor, um, I don't even know who Hall's running against because I care less because I already know I'm voting for Hall because I know where he stands. Um, and we all know who I'm voting for president because I, I am not going to be voting for somebody with a socialist agenda. You know, I I just <laughs> it blows my mind that the the bulk of Bolsheviks <laughs> that people really. Don't see that that Bolshevist Bernie has got his hands on Biden. He couldn't even say, you know, that he was or wasn't for the Green New Deal right away. He couldn't say he couldn't sit there and say law and order because Bolshevist Bernie's people are out there burning down cities, and he knows it. And he, the thing that blows my mind, not to bring him back into Biden again, Wait, but you he actually had the audacity to say that Antifa was an idea and not an entity. Oh, I know. Does that uh, blow but your mind? Before you get entities. too much off topic, I just want to tell listeners that uh, sure. incumbent state uh, Senator Ann M. Goby, a Democrat, is the one who's running um, against Steve Hall. Against Hall? Yeah. All right, well. They're both running up unopposed. Yep. Yeah. So I just thought I'd yeah, add that in there. Unopposed in the primary, yeah, I know. Um, but before, uh, we only got a both. Well, Six minutes left of the show. Um, sorry, my team's telling me we have to move on. Uh, let's get on to System of a Down. I know this is going to be your favorite topic oh. and my favorite topic, too, as well, because we both love metal. So, uh, System of a Down. Basically, um, what's going on here is that System of Down member, Sergi, and John Domain Do- Do- yeah, disagree over Donald Trump's handling of protests. Now, we all know that the singer has more liberal-like views, and the rest of the band, however, do not. They have more, um, you know, conservative, down more down-to-earth, more right-wing and right views right that yeah. we also agree with. Right um, but however, the singer does not. But this, Sergi. what I can't figure so what out, what do you think? Trying, I, I can't figure out if he is completely brainwashed by the left oh, and yeah. doesn't know that this is a Marxist I movement, so. which I don't think that that's... No, I don't. You think I he think that he knows this is a Marxist movement. You think he wants Especially trouble? because what he said, he says, what everybody said? needs to go and block off every street and every town and city in, in the country and block it off until they are being removed from power. Donald Trump. That's what he said. His ideologies, I mean... Listen, System of the Down 
I love this band. I mean, I love so much of their stuff. And some of their political stuff, he doesn't even realize how well, lying. That's not the only thing he said. Do you see what else he said? Oh, yeah. I see. Run, Donnie. Run into your bunker. Yeah. You may be the first U.S. president to do so out of fear of your own citizens. Wrote Ter uh, Serge. I know. A I real mean, leader. Disgusting. Also, a real leader would address the nation properly, and a real man would would go face the protesters on the streets in person, but like other corrupt, undemocratic leaders in the past, you've realized that they are not your people as you are not really our president. That's coming from Serge on, um, actually on Instagram. Now, let me just go on and point out that he says to go face your protesters out on the streets. Yeah. Well, didn't no somebody do try doing that? I think it was oh, the, yeah, uh, the mayor of Portland. Yes, the mayor of Portland. Yes. Yeah, they almost now, called he, him, he tried doing have... that, and he was on their side. Yeah. Can you imagine what you would do, what happened if to Donald Trump? He'd be killed. If he didn't have a security detail, yeah. he would have been dead. Yeah. And, all right, so... Serge doesn't even realize how much he, his some of his ideology is with trust because he is very against crony capitalism. He's against not having um, you know rights taken away, you know freedom of speech, and you know a lot of stuff that I don't think he realizes. Trump is you know for yeah, criminal justice reform. Yep. I mean, because he's, he's for the Israelians, for the Israel people, they love him too for yeah. everything he's done, and he's. He's Israel. I, I don't. I don't get it. I, I don't. I don't get it how he says that he cares about Israeli people, but then he can hate Donald Trump. At least disrespect him in such a way. He's now we all person. remember what happened to Ted, Mayor of Portland, Ted Wheeler. He was a supporter of the BLM. He came out there in support with them, and they knew that. And what did they do? They still attacked yeah, him. He had to be him. rushed out there, yeah. out of there by security guards, which he denounces, which he wants to defund also. And I just want to get this out before we only have two minutes left before we get closed off. Um, but yeah, so Mayor Ted Wheeler did the same thing. So how can Serge be saying this about the president for anybody? Your BLM protester, uh, protesters can't even go in there and be safe. People who stand with these people have been getting hurt and attacked by their very own. These so, they don't realize that they're anti-fascist yeah. It's not really. It's fascism is mm -hmm. what they actually, it's just, it's unbelievable, you know. I mean, it, it blows my mind. It just does. Yeah, no, it really does. Um, so, yeah, so this is um, a very first episode. I thank you for uh, joining me for my first episode here on September 30th, uh, 2020. Um, basically. Unfortunately, we didn't have time to get cover everything I wanted to cover tonight, but we covered a lot. I think that was really serious to cover for the American people. Uh, remember, November 3rd, vote yes on number one and no on number two if you care about, you know, your rights, you know, and, you know, basically your, your own free will to do what you want. Um, also, uh, one thing we didn't get to uh, was a Kiro Burger uh, from Burger King in Japan. Um, let me know what you guys think about it. You can uh, write me on www.facebook.com dash bookerstyle and let me know what you guys think about it there. Say goodbye, Jethro. Hey, until the next time I see y'all, remember one thing. We are, I, you know, you come check us out, Mass Metalheads, for Trump on Facebook. 
because we are the silent minority within the loud wait I'm the loud I'm sorry we have a loud minority within the silent majority I almost yes, said that wrong are. believe that <laughs> So well, at least it took up the last minutes, uh, last seconds of our minute. Yeah, last. So check me out on Mass Metal Hunts for Trump, the loud minority within the silent majority, and uh, check me out here again. Hopefully, with uh, you will, you will being loud with Michelle. Thank you guys. Thank you to all my fans who listened, and I appreciate you guys listening and taking your time. Thank you. See me. See you guys next time. Let's get loud with Michelle.